Our podcast has been nominated for five spin awards. I would like to thank you for listening and also for your votes to the nominating committee at the spin awards. Thank you all so much for recognizing our moments of grace. And we pray that you have a day of grace. Thank you. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. You know, we we call this the year of COVID. This has been a, you know, 2020 has been one of the most arduous years that I can imagine in my lifetime. But even with that, even with that, you know, the Bible tells us that we should still have joy. Be content in all things, no matter what it looks like. You know, we have fires out in the West and in the Gulf and in the East, hurricanes back to back to back. In fact, we, we've had so many hurricanes this year, they, they have ran out of all the names and they've gone to the Greek uh, alphabet. We're out to Alpha and Beta. And so we're, we're at the Greek alphabet now. But with all of that, you know, we should still have joy. And one of the things that I've always gotten joy from, from a small child, has been music. Music has always been a constant in my life that I could put on a song and it it, it would talk to you. Some songs are there to make you happy. Some songs are there to make you gleeful. And then there are other songs like Billie Holiday's Strange Fruit. There are other songs of protest. There are other songs that hit you at your conscience, that wake you up to see what's going on in the nation that you live in and even the world that we're in. And on today, we have a a wonderful artist, one of my favorite singers. Listening to him for years and then I had an opportunity uh, a few years ago to make his acquaintance. And um, he's a, a bishop, one of the churches that I was pastoring at. Phenomenal brother. And also, to be honest with you, a great preacher also. He and his wife have the spirit of Christ. They walk in love, walk in peace. I've known him, like I said, for several years here and have never heard him say Um, a disparaging word about anybody. He's also a radio personality and world-renowned. And he's the kind of person that if Christ were to come back, you know he would walk with Jesus as one of his 12 disciples. He has that kind of spirit. Bishop Billy Smith. How are you doing today, Bishop? I'm doing good, Pastor. How are you? I'm standing on top with all things under my feet, my brother. I'm telling you. Uh, we're doing, Absolutely, doing well, doing well. We, we've had you on the show um, before, and and uh, we appreciate you coming back with us, Bishop. You know, we've got an open invitation for you. You know, you, you're one of those special people in our lives. That first of all, we thank God for. We pray for you and your ministry every day, and you have an open invitation to come and be on Moments of Grace. So, um, I know you. We have much love for you and your family. But introduce yourself to the audience, if you don't mind. 
Okay, first of all, I want to say I appreciate the invitation uh, to be back on Moments of uh, Grace, and I appreciate uh, your love and uh, and your encouragement. Uh, I'm Billy Smith from a little town called Johnston, South Carolina. Uh, been here all my life. Uh, two red lights. Uh, <laughs> a little small town. Uh, my parents are uh, the late Benny uh, Smith and Louise Smith. Uh, my mother is still living. Uh, she's 76 years old. And uh, I'm married to Miss Geraldine Smith. We've been married for 19 years. I have a younger brother, um, Percy Smith. He's uh, two years uh, younger than I am. And um, I am the pastor of Building the Kingdom Ministries in Rich Spring, South Carolina, located at 124 Cobblestone Road. I also work for 94.7. You might, uh, some people may know me from the Quartet Showcase, and I've been doing radio for almost 30 years. Wow. Um, and uh, that's pretty much, I'm an independent gospel artist, and I love Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> And I think some some months ago, uh, we was it was it your younger brother that we visited in the hospital? That's right. That's okay. Right. Okay. That's and you right. you let him know you're the better looking one, right? I did. I always do. <laughs> just cutting I always up. Always do. <laughs> hey man, I'm just cutting up with you, Bishop. Just cutting up with you a little bit. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a, a beautiful, beautiful family, and and like I said, there is no doubt, my brother that you would be uh, one of the stalwart travelers with Christ because whether he is walking the earth uh, 2,000 years ago, walking the earth now, you exhibit that love and that heart of love for, uh, for God's people. And so I, I thank you for everything that you're doing. Uh, now you have, you, you pastored before, um, before you started your ministry. So uh, share with us that experience. And I, I want to get to this new single that you have because with everything that's going on, as I said in my monologue at the top of uh, the show, is that um, music, <clears throat> um, music music draws us in. It, it, it draws us in from, right. um, you know, if we're sad, it draws us in uh, to, to kind of change our mood and, and and right now we have some unrest going on in our nation, some realities that are right. going on in our nation that we as a nation has to, have to come to a realization. But before we get to that, I, I, I wanna talk about your journey to where you are now. Cause like I said, you, you're one of my favorite artists. I was watching you on the Parade of Quartet when I lived in uh, Augusta, Georgia and uh, listening to you on the radio and didn't even know who you were. So when we um, finally had an opportunity to meet, you know, and then I realized, you know, well, this, this is a gentleman I've been, you know, that I've been following all this time. So uh, share with us that, that journey to, to where you are. And then we want to talk about that single. Well, like you said, I, I pastored uh, uh, in Wagner, South Carolina. Uh, I was in an organization that's called Fire Baptized. Holiness Church of God of the Americas, a wonderful organization, and I loved it. Um, and I pastored Wagner for four years, 
And then I went to Clover, Moss Tabernacle in Clover, South Carolina. And I pastored that church for 10 years. Loved every every minute of it. I really didn't have a, a, uh, a bad experience at either one of the churches. Uh, it just came to a time to where you have to know when your season is up and uh, and that's what happened and I, I still love all of those people to this day and uh, after the 10 years of Mars Tabernacle that's when um, the spirit spoke to me and uh, told me that he wanted me to uh, start my own ministry and that's how building the kingdom uh, came to pass and so um, I, I started pastoring actually when I was 26 years old. I did my initial sermon when I was 17 years old. And I believe when I went to Clover, I was 29, just about 30 years old. So uh, just about all my life, I've been in ministry. ministry. <laughs> you've been you've been doing ministry uh, longer than you haven't. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> in, some, in some capacity, you have you have been in, in as we That's say, right. in the army of the Lord and and serving yeah. in that capacity longer than 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 you were a civilian, or longer than you you said on that's the That's right. Amen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, we we have. Um, uh, I do an episode normally when we have. Um, you, from, from all of us, we we have to draw on what God has given us when we're um, facing something that is that is so disturbing, or something mm-hmm. that is so traumatic in our nation. Um, for mm-hmm. me, my um, my platform here is how I get out how I feel. Um, right. I'm also a writer, you know, I I'm, 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 right. might write a book or m- may write something uh, and post it on, on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so those are my tools. You, your right. tool is music. Right. And, and right now, you know, we did a few episodes a few episodes ago one's called olympus is falling about the um the senseless murder of um george floyd as Mm -hmm. well as um the response it's called the response every episode that we do on that it's just me um dealing with ahmaud aubrey but now you've written a riveting song beautifully written but it makes you think um and it's your new single, I Can't Breathe. So share with us about about that song, Bishop. Well, uh, Pastor, it, it came about, actually, I was looking at George Floyd's uh, uh, funeral, and mm. Al Sharpton was preaching. Mm. And as I was sitting and I was watching, uh, Spirit began to give me lyrics okay. to the song. Right. He began to give me lyrics to the song, and... Uh, as he began to give me the lyrics to the song, um, the song starts out addressing how we feel as black men, black African-American men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it starts off, you know, just like somebody just it, it explaining, this is how I feel. Right. I feel uh, these things are causing me to feel like I can't breathe. But when we get down to the end of the song, we also, um, the verse that he gave me was dealing with victory. This is, this is how I'm feeling, but I'm also, uh, I 
I also have hope because he let me know that in the end we're gonna have victory. So um, it's it's almost like telling the story. I'm expressing expressing myself on how I feel because of what's what's being done and what's happening and everything. And then as we get toward the end, we offer a message of encouragement. And that encouragement was, I know you're angry. I know you're in pain. But let us not forget that there's power in Jesus' name. All right, my brother. All right. And I, yeah, and then it goes on to, I know it seemed like we were losing in the past, but the first will be last, and the last, or the first will be last, and the last will be first. And then it goes into victory. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna we're gonna um, take a break right here, Bishop, and we're gonna play um, some pieces of that song, "I Can't Breathe," and then we're gonna come back, and I want us to talk uh, more about some of the unrest and you you've shared with us how it had how it came about but also we want to talk about the impact that this song has made uh since its release so will you stay with us until after we uh, uh take a small break and listen to the song sure sure amen this is your host dr ray jerome butler and i have with me my good friend bishop billy smith who has released a song Uh, I Can't Breathe. We'll be right back after these commercials and the opening of I Can't Breathe. We'll be right back. Hey, when we started this podcast on January 5th, 2020, never thought that we would have the acclaim that we have and touch the lives that we have. It has been such a blessing. And we could not have the achievements or couldn't even stay on the air without you. I want to thank you so much and ask you today to partner with us here on Moments of Grace. You can come in at any level. And when you do, I'll send you my latest book, Managing the Miracle. And I want to thank you in advance for being a partner of Moments of Grace. My name is Adriana. I am nine years old. Did you know that there are half a million amazing kids in foster care? I wrote a book called The Crystal Kingdom to bring awareness to amazing families like mine. When you purchase my book on eBay, a portion of the proceeds will go to foster to a foster care organization to help these amazing families. Think in advance. Like my dad always says, keep the light on. Have you ever wanted to learn how to trade in the stock market, maybe for an exchange or even how to buy investment property? Check out this company that is teaching beginners how to become winners in the markets. It is TradeAcademyPro.com. Again, TradeAcademyPro.com.
So, so that's the song "I Can't Breathe" by Bishop Billy Smith, and you you, you heard a small piece of it, but I want to encourage you to um, go and get the whole song and support what Bishop is doing. Uh, he is an independent artist, like I said, um, world renowned, world renowned. He's he has opened up for some of the major artists in the gospel field. And so um, if he is bringing us something via music, it's valid. And as African-American men, as a, I think every barbershop, every place where men are need to listen to this song. Um, Bishop, before we get started, I just wanna share a, an old African proverb with the audience. Mm -hmm. When I hear you know, all lives matter and, and blue lives matter and all this other stuff. And as I was telling a young man one time, you know, when we talk about blue lives matter, the blue shirt can come off. My mm -hmm. skin doesn't come off. That's right. Um, 
there's there's an old African proverb because like I said, I have a real good friend of mine and, and right now he's he's helping me in, in our business. Uh, he's um, coming on as one of our um, contributors and instructors in our business. And he and I was talking and, and you know, the Holy Spirit kind of brought up an old uh, proverb because, you know, he, until he saw all the rides and everything else, he, he wasn't aware. Uh, and has known me for years. We went to seminary together, known me for years, but wasn't aware of what was going on. And like I shared with him, you know, um, the the proverb goes that this, it, it, was, it was a man that was walking along the pier of the beach and he fell in and he started to drown. And the there were two fish that came by and they asked him what was wrong. And he said, I'm drowning because of the water. And the two fish said, what water? And so with that, it, it kind of matches what your song is. Mm-hmm. We can't breathe just like that man in the water mm-hmm. to the fish because they're made for it because the system is made for certain people. Right. They don't realize the problem because right. they can breathe in it, but that man could not. That's right. And so it connects That's back right. with your song tell us tell us the impact in the community this song has had because again once you hear it and if you have any conscience it it has to get your attention we just just released uh, that clip that you uh uh, just played and just from that clip we've gotten like major response back um everything that you said i absolutely agree with and um, the scripture um, in Exodus, when Pharaoh came into power, uh, one thing he did was he said to Israel, he said, listen, I'm going to have to do something about these people. Mm. They're prospering, they're growing, um, and they got God on their side, and I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to put something in place to annihilate this nation. My God. What I tell people today is what you are seeing is not really nothing new. Right. Exactly. It's, it's been it's been going on all the time. Right. The thing is, uh, just what you said and you told the absolute truth, just what you said, the male is been the target. Mm. And that's not being male chauvinist. Right. But it's the truth. Here's where it's the truth. It's, it's he's the target. When you go back to the book of Exodus, you'll find that after uh, he put Israel under hard bondage and made them slaves, and and um, the more he did it, the Bible says, the more they grew. They prospered. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Preach. so the next thing was, hey, midwives, here's mm-hmm. what I want you to do. I want you to kill every mm-hmm. male child because without the male. That's right. There is no reproduction. That's right. There's no reproduction. So the male has always been the target. As African Americans, we have to understand that when you read the Bible and you really read the Bible, we are we are somebody. That's right. That's right. Matter of fact, if you really want the truth, 80% of that Bible is about African Americans. It's about Africans, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so yeah, so it is. It's 
it's the, the, the thing of coming to the realization of who we are. When I wrote that song, and and it's just like I said before, it's like I'm just sitting there saying, this is the reason I feel like I can't breathe because of what's going on, what's happening, how we're being targeted by the color of the skin. You're right, a blue shirt, is you can you can pull that off. Pull that off. And, <laughs> and, and put it back on. That's right. But this this skin of mine, I'm I'm in here until death. That's right. And, and then the equations are different. That's right. The system is not built for us, brother. There's a six four thousand dollar difference between an African American household and a Caucasian right. household in America. That that's huge. Absolutely. And so that that lets us know there's there's not only a systematic problem, but that brings about an economic problem. Economic problem, that's right. right. And and now when you look at the um, the the job field is closing because even at at that that sixty three thousand dollar difference or sixty four thousand dollar difference, um, the 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 low end jobs now are going to. Uh, more and more illegals that are coming in because they're willing to work for less. Mm -hmm. And um, there are less jobs out there for the African-American male, you know, even to the point, Bishop, that uh, even the systematic incarceration, you know, that um, somebody can Mm -hmm. be put in jail, you know, on the third time for life for, for stealing a pack of cigarettes. That's right. uh, and the first thing that people want to say, well, he shouldn't have stole. I agree that that they should not have stole. But again, like I said, really a lifetime sentence for cigarettes for something yeah. that there's no, not, nothing violent. He didn't hurt anybody mm-hmm. or anything else. It was a, a pack of cigarettes, you know, so we would put somebody in jail for two or three dollars for mm-hmm. the rest of their life. But again, it's something systematic and, and I'm happy you brought that up and I want to I want to address this I hadn't addressed this yet in, in my in my on my show um and what I'm getting ready to say right now I'll probably lose a ton of listeners um I love everybody so what I'm getting ready to say I want nobody to think I don't love them I, I love you mm-hmm. I truly truly love you I don't care about your um sexuality that that's not my prayer my prayer is praying for your salvation not your sexuality but I do want to say this is that the media for years has disparaged the African-American so much. So right now that um, if a man is more feminine, he -hmm. is highlighted. And I'm going to show you why I say that Billy Porter, the young man Nas who did uh, the song um, take me to old town road or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these guys are homosexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I'm not cutting at you because you're homosexual. God looks at your heart. He looks at, at the sin, not the sinner. So that's between you and God. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about what, what the media is doing systematically to show the African-American male as less than a man. Right. Every show that you look at, the right. African-American male is usually homosexual, uh, he's the the you know he's 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 homosexual, just the bottom line, and and that's not us. That's you know that's a very small portion of our community. But they make sure that if there's a show that's done or something in the entertainment field, they highlight the the African American male 
that is effeminate and as if to uh, again like they did in slavery castrate and sodomize the african-american mm -hmm. male and take away his manhood that's right. so now i'm speaking that's on right. that you don't have to bishop because like i said that's a sensitive issue but i say again it's my show so mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but that's part of the i can't breathe because again you're creating a narrative that young african-american men will see and think that um, because if we're not procreating, and, and I'm sorry, I don't care how many, how much money you got, and how how many, um, how much money you got to go and have uh, be artificially inseminated. Mm -hmm. um, God's way is male and female, that's and it. so that's the way you procreate. But if a that's young it. man sees all of this, and he thinks it's all right for him to. Um, Ha, uh, have lived the homosexual lifestyle. There's no pre procreation of of any life, not just African American, but no life. And no this life. is not strongly showed in the Caucasian community. It's only in the African American community. And I guarantee you, y'all, I love you. But if anybody step up on me that is is a male wrong, you're gonna see the other side, Doctor Butler. I, I know that's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know that's right. Well, now what you're saying is, and I believe this, and I'm going to say something, and I hope nobody don't think that I'm condoning with uh, what this individual did. I'm talking about Bill Cosby. I'm not con I'm with condoning what, what he did. Right. But when you look at Bill Cosby and you look at that Cosby show, Bill Cosby presented himself as the ideal African-American male. He right. was successful. Yes. He had a, a successful family. And he was he was not just like that on TV. Apparently he was like that even um in mm -hmm. real life. Mm -hmm. So so what I'm saying is a lot of times when you have role models like that, and I'm not saying that he, he wasn't guilty or whatever he did. I don't right. know that. I don't know right. that personally. Exactly. But I also do know that when you are in that kind of leadership and you have that kind of power, and you'll be surprised why he really did go to the prison. Right. How people will target you. Yeah. So the the thing is, you just like you saying, if if, there, if there's no positive role models, you know, like when when George Floyd died, you know, everybody wanted to highlight what happened or what he did. What he did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I ain't condoning what he did, but what they did was unnecessary exactly and, and it was and that's it bishop that's it it should you know the the punishment should be proportioned to the crime that's right that's right so that's why i wrote the song because i believe if 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 we sit down with um uh, white america and and we have a conversation let them know look we 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 ain't trying to ask you to to uh give us anything because just right. like you said Right. You, you 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 took it anyway. Mm -hmm. That's right. There are a lot of there are a lot of African Americans that have invented a whole lot of things that we use as our houses, the black, white, and, and and everybody else using their house that they never got credit for. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I in in the song I I let them know that I believe the first will be last and last will be first. I believe God is going to repay the African American race for the stuff that they have that we went through and um but 
it, it, it it's going to start. And even with me, I I even said this to myself, even though I, I, I wrote the song and I put the song out. And, and, and I'm trying to get myself in a position to where I'm out there and urging people, let's go and let's vote. Let's right. vote. There you let's, go. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, we, if you're that angry and you're not satisfied with what's going on, then go to the, to the, to the polls and vote because That's right. what they have done is, and, and, I'll, and, I, and, and I hope I can say this on you. Yeah, you can. The, 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 uh, um, the white supremacists, they're, they're not uh, putting on white sheets no more. No. What they're doing is they're going, they, they're on the police force. Mm-hmm. They're in Congress. Yeah. They're behind closed doors trying That's to get right. laws changed That's right. to, to, to fit their agenda. That's right. And that means that whatever, and I and, and and President Trump needs to know, whatever, even us as leaders, as pastors and bishops and all that, whatever comes out of our mouth, it matters. It matters. If it was not so, the gospel would be not even be needed. That's right. It, it That's matters. Right. It definitely matters. But you know, there's a different dynamic and the reason, and we're getting ready to close up here, Bishop. The, the different dynamic is this, and that was one reason why my um, friend that I talked about at the top of the hour um, gave me a call. Because in fact, the, the, day, the day after mm-hmm. um, uh, 45 took and, and gassed those children and gassed those people, peaceful protesters, for his photo op, I started getting calls from um, my Caucasian friends. And what happened there, mm-hmm. there, was a, there was a paradigm shift in their minds because what happened mm-hmm. was they could associate with their kids and grandkids. Because see, that wasn't a bunch of um, African-Americans out there. He gassed a lot, a lot of young uh, Caucasian kids. Absolutely. So a lot of these voters saw their kids and grandkids in these kids. Mm -hmm. And so they wanted it. It it made he he don't understand what he did. He made it real to a lot of them, because, again, while it was uh, and and there was uh, and and I'll say this and then um, we'll move on, Bishop. Um, There was a uh, Protestant priest um, back in the right before the, the Second World War kicked off. And he wrote a poem, and the poem goes as this: He said they came for the um, came for the socialists, and nobody said anything. Mm-hmm. They came for the uh, union workers, and nobody said anything. They came for the Jews, and nobody said anything. Then they came for me, and it was nobody left to speak. And wow. so that's where we're at right now is that when it becomes um uh when it looks like you and a violation is you because keep in mind these guys are fascists they're not going to stop where they are they're going to continue and they're Mm going to continue to use laws to force this nation to do what they want it to do right um that that's that's um you talk they always talk about communists that's part of being part of of fascism and, and communism right there but with that said, uh, Bishop, and I don't—I didn't mean to go negative. I apologize, but we're talking, and it's not negative. This is just the truth, and yeah, for, this I, is true. and I have a, a ton of listeners all over the world. Believe it or not, my second largest listening audience is in Ireland. 
can you believe wow. that Ireland wow. and, and then in Australia so to to my Aussie brothers and to those in Ireland God bless you all uh, these are just some things that are going on in America and how we feel but mm -hmm. we are still a loving people because the end of Bishop's song it talks about victory so speak mm -hmm. on that Bishop and then tell people how they can get this new music well after I finished um, it, expressing how um black african american male males were feeling when i get to the end of the, the 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 song i express that i do believe that there's a there's a there's a shift coming there's a change amen and um and i do believe that uh the bible says vengeance is mine mm -hmm. which means i believe that god is is, right. is looking down and he's seeing what's happening and I believe he is going to shift it mm. and um, and that's why when I get to that latter part of that song and I say victory mm. and and in the name of Jesus because I don't care what we do how political we are what we do how we set up things whether you Democrat or Republican if you don't put God first it ain't gonna work Man, brother. it ain't gonna work so you know it's, it's like if we if we continue to do that and and speak like you speaking and 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 using your show to enlighten that's what you did today it wasn't hate you were just enlightening people that this is this is what we really feel like this is what's really going on and everybody's not responding by rioting that's right and burning down cities and, right. and all of that i'm responding with this single mm -hmm. I, i'm expressing to you how i'm feeling but i also want you to know that I do believe that God is going to give us victory. Amen. And so that's, 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 that's the concept of the song. Praise God. Well, Bishop, for those people who want to get the song, um, how can they get it? Well, it will be available on October the 19th and you can get it from all digital outlets or you can give me a call um, at 803-480- nine seven zero one that number again is eight zero three four eight zero nine seven zero one or you can email me at let's get along all small case letters let's get along uh two five nine at gmail.com let's get along two five nine at gmail.com and and one last thing bishop and, and i appreciate you for coming on the show how can people listen to that silky smooth voice of yours <laughs> and and listen to what you're doing and, and participate and be part of your show because uh you you uh, do a piece on on while you're running your show on facebook and i love to tip in and and listen to the music and, and sometime i know you i'll hear you in the background say hey dr butler and what i what i'm doing is probably you know going on doing something else and letting the music All play. Right. but mm -hmm. i do hear you and i say oh lord bishop just recognized me you know let me <laughs> <laughs> let me run back here and say you know thank you a good evening or something but uh and it, and it is a good show so tell people how they can listen to your show as well please well we're on every thursday night from 7 until 9 p.m on WAAW 94.7. Uh, if you can't catch us on radio, especially if you're listening out of the country or out of the area, we have a app that you can uh, connect to and uh, you can you can hear us uh, all over the world. 
wonderful wonderful mm -hmm. and it's a great show and i do appreciate you for your years of loving on god's people and also for being my friend bishop i appreciate you and i appreciate this platform and i appreciate the invitation you and your wife and your family y'all are some lovely people and i pray that god just blessed you in every endeavor uh that that y'all have before when i hear the good stuff that you're doing uh, the, your daughter with the children's book. I saw the, the billboard as I was going to Augusta, Amen. and uh, um, so God is blessing y'all, and then I'm and I'm happy about that. Oh, he's he's doing some great things, Bishop. Um, and, and you know, for that season that we were in the same area, that that was, it was meant to be for us to meet and and to befriend everybody. Oh yeah, Amen. Amen. Please tell your lovely Amen. wife and your family we say hello. All right, I sure will. Thank you um, again. Thank you, brother. And again, we have an open invitation, so we look forward to having you come back as you release new music. I appreciate it. Thank you. Amen. That was our good friend, Bishop Billy Smith, who has released a, a riveting song, I Can't Breathe. Dear hearts, in all things God has told us, this too shall pass. Sometimes change takes generations. And this may not be the generation that we see the change that that this country needs where everybody is we the people that has the right to life liberty and happiness and the pursuit of happiness this may not be the generation it may be another 20 or 30 years but i believe it's going to happen because we're in a season right now i call it the year of COVID, where lives are being changed one way or another your life has been changed either you've been affected by Somebody that you know have, have either passed from COVID or you're in the West Coast. And like I said, the fires have, have affected you or you, you've gotten flooded or something this year. Now we said at the beginning of 2020, it was the year of new vision, mm -hmm. not knowing in order to have new vision that you also have to go through new dynamics you've never seen before. And so that's what's happening in this year of COVID. We've had everybody, I don't care who you are, whether it's loss of job, whether it's uh, changing your dynamic as far as going back to school or doing something different, everybody has been affected. Your children out of school, grandkids out of school, everybody has been affected. The thing is when you have something before you, the question that I think we're all gonna be asked, not after this year is over and also when we get to heaven, is what did you do with Jesus? And so the question now is what did you do different this year? Did you make a change to be positive? Because Gandhi said that you've got to be the change you expect to see in the world. So hopefully you made that change. Well, our time is up. You know, I love you all so much. Thank you all for sharing with us today. And I hope what we've said uh, will be taken to heart. We love you so much. And I thank you for your support here on Moments of Grace. And I ask you also to partner with us, uh, if you can, <clears throat> on the 99 cent level, all the way up to the $10 level a month and, and continue to keep our show on the air. Our show is prospering and growing. Right now we're in 38 states and, and uh, I believe the count right now is 30 countries and still growing. Uh, every month I'm getting new numbers, we're still growing. So we need your support to continue to grow. Yes, we'll take 99 cent a month. Yes, we'll take $12 a year from you if you want to bless us and be a part of partnering with us on the show. And again, we love you so much. This is your host, Dr. Jerome Butler. Remember, love life, love God, 
keep the light on. We'll see you next time on Moments of Grace. <laughs>